You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hello, hello. We are back for part two of the peyote episode. So last time I was talking to you guys about why I decided to take peyote and what this plant medicine is. So if you haven't listened to this episode, I urge you to go back. That way you can get a bit of a background as to what it is, why I did it. And this episode, we're actually going to be diving into what my integration was. So what the psychedelic cactus plant actually taught me when I took it and the integration that I had afterwards. So I'm really excited to dive in. Last time I kind of left off with saying that I ended up leaning into the fear and drinking the rest of the cup of the peyote plant. And I started to feel this like sense of bliss really take on a lot more strongly than it did after half a cup. And I started to just sit and meditate, close my eyes, listen to the music, feel myself get taken away. I was so in tune with the beauty of the nature, the jungle. I would lie back, look at the stars. I felt so connected with earth, with the universe, with source. It was like absolutely insane. And I started to really feel this sense of compassion and love for other beings that I have never felt before, at least not this strongly. Like, of course, I felt love, felt compassion, and I have empathy for people. I am an empath, but really this like deep compassion, like that was just so powerful. It was almost like something just hit me across the head and said like, wow, like this is how we are meant to be living. Like, This is the love we need to be feeling on a scale, like on this depth every single day. Like just witnessing the shamans share their music and, you know, the ceremony leaders, Kenji and shaman share their music and invite others to share their gifts. It was just so beautiful to witness. I was just in awe. I was in absolute awe of how beautiful it was to really acknowledge other humans and their presence and their gifts. So I was really taking in a lot of this and it almost felt like a huge awakening in the sense that this is the way we are meant to be living. And I started to feel my intention working its way, like the limiting beliefs and fears and negative energies that I had come into the ceremony with all seemed to be just slipping away more and more, right? Like I didn't feel as overwhelmed by any stress or anxiety that I might have felt before. I actually felt the complete opposite. I felt complete bliss. And I would keep connecting with the fire. And we were also invited to, you know, between the music, when the shamans were playing the music, we were invited to go to the fire 
to set any intentions, to share prayers, to throw seeds into the fire. And some people were actually sharing their prayers in front of everybody. And it was really beautiful. Um, I kind of wish that I had done this. But at the time, I wasn't really confident in, you know, sharing my vulnerabilities in front of a bunch of strangers. I kind of just went to the fire, said them in my mind, and, you know, planted the seeds in the fire. And one of my intentions was like, I really wanted to heal my ancestral wounds, my ancestral past. So specifically on the lineage side of women, because of course, how I told you guys before with like the knot tying and, you know, releasing any guilt or shame around sex or any kind of like, you know, generational curses that there might be in terms of, you know, the kind of partners I might have been attracting or, you know, any of the kind of partners that my ancestors were with or any sort of like karmas or negativities that were associated with that, I really wanted to like let go of that as well. And I really felt that happening when I was looking into the fire. I really felt this like sense of love, knowing that like we are all love. We are all here on this earth to spread love, to spread compassion, to feel compassion for one another. And I really deeply felt that in my core. It was, yeah, absolutely beautiful. So every time I would just like look at the fire or sit back, I truly felt like this connection, like this pure connection with the divine or with source or however you want to call it, right? There's definitely this higher power, this, you know, God, source, divine, whatever label you want to put it, put on it. But I used to, you know, feel that maybe that there wasn't or like, is there something out there guiding us, you know, especially like growing up Catholic, I actually steered away from religion as I got older because I really didn't agree with, you know, the way that it's really shoved down your throat and all of like the things that it teaches you in terms of like, you know, you can't sin and it shames you for sex. I didn't ever like that side of religion and the church. So I feel like throughout my 20s and my adult life, I kind of steered away from being religious and only until like my early to mid twenties, I started becoming a lot more spiritual. But when I sat in the ceremony, it was literally the first time I truly felt connected with the divine, with source. And I was like, holy shit, there is definitely something out there. And it really, really solidified that you know, question or doubt for me, whether there was, because, you know, you don't need to put a label on it, whether you're religious or spiritual, but just knowing that there is something greater than us and that there is something greater guiding us and watching over us and that we are all connected, right? We were all connected beings on this earth and the universe is just like so huge and so vast that it's just like, how could we not you know, all agree that there isn't something bigger than us. There definitely is. Whether you're more scientific or not, you know, there is something that is guiding us. So I felt this connection and this presence like so deeply. And as I watched the shamans play the music, I remember like every hour or so they would kind of invite invite us to have some more chocolate. So I think I mentioned to you guys the last episode what chocolate was with the cacao and honey and they put the bit of peyote in it as well. So I started eating a bit more of that and it definitely started heightening my experience even more. 
but in such a good way. Like I felt super blissful. All of that fear washed away. I felt really connected with our ancestors. And I actually remember tears starting to come down my face as I watched these three generations of shamans play this beautiful music on these violins and guitars and drums. I was just in awe. And I just thought, wow, they are literally here to share their gifts, right? To share their music, to share this plant medicine with us, to literally provide the space and container of healing for other people. Like that is just beautiful, like, right? That is their purpose. And that made me feel so much compassion and love that literally tears started just rolling down my face. I was like, wow, like that is amazing. That is truly beautiful. And that alone was just a very, very powerful takeaway for me. And what kind of heightened that feeling of compassion because I realized like we need to look at one another as like, what gifts are we sharing with each other? What do we have to offer what do we have to, you know, teach to others and to learn from others? So I thought it was just so nice to see it that way. And I really just witnessed how pure and intentional their souls are to connect us back to this earth, to the, to the divine, to, right, Mother Gaia. Mother Gaia is like our earth. And that is what they're doing is like giving us this plant medicine for us to see that we are all one. We are all, you know, together. We are all love and light. And yeah, it was just such a transformational experience in that sense, because it was the first time it really opened my eyes to really being a lot more compassionate to humanity. So as well, I really, really felt that I wanted to connect with everyone on such a soul level because of this compassion. I was like looking around the circle. And of course, like at the beginning, I was really like in my own space, kind of in my own head, looking at the stars. And also like when I looked at the stars, I would see like multiple different galaxies popping out of the sky. It was almost like the show was happening. Like a bunch of shooting stars were going everywhere. I saw all these webs of galaxies, which opened up my eyes even more, making me realize like, holy shit, we are so fucking small. Like we are a blimp. We are so insignificant. Like how many other earths are out there? Like, you know, when your mind starts like going there and you're just like, oh my God, like this is insane. So yeah, it was really, really crazy to just kind of be in this space and to really see, feel like I was in this different dimension. Like this medicine began to take me to this different quantum 5D dimension where like everything just felt five dimensional, right? Like even the people around the background that we were in, which was like jungly, um, there was a Temescal as well, like a little um, hut pretty much made out of clay and stone and rock. And it was like, it just really had this ancestral feeling to me, like as if like I went back in time, but was like in another dimension as well. So all of this was really, really heightened on the plant medicine. And I was just like literally looking at everything in awe and looking at other people and noticing like them being in bliss. And of course, some people were like also going through their own experience. Not everyone was in bliss. Some people were purging, purging, meaning they were throwing up, you know, being sick others were crying. Um, I was literally just like hugging myself and loving, loving my life. Like I was like, I am so freaking happy. Like I have never felt this much love and compassion in this moment. I just couldn't believe it. Um, 
it was absolutely amazing. Like I felt like it finally opened my eyes to being like, this is how I need to feel every day. This is how, this is what I need to remind myself of that we are on this earth to connect, to be compassionate beings, to, you know, work with one another and yeah, just really spread the love, spread the light. So I began to also kind of feel like, okay, I really want to like connect with somebody like because of this feeling, I was like, you know, I don't want to just be like riding this wave by myself. I really felt like, you know, maybe there's someone I can kind of talk to about this, about this feeling that I'm going through. And of course you want to respect other people and they're like in their own medicine. And I did notice like a group of people across from me who were all kind of together laughing. And I just thought, you know, my friend that I ended up coming with, she was kind of in her own space, like lying down. So I didn't want to bother her. Um, but I had gone by the fire to like really sit with the fire, to look at the fire and to kind of just like feel what it was trying to say to me, what the grandfather was trying to tell me. Right. And as well, I remember at the beginning that the ceremony leaders said, to pay attention to the messages that we are going to get. Pay attention to any of the signs, anything that we hear around us because the medicine works in magical ways. Like anything that is meant for us to hear, we will hear, right? If somebody is saying something across the fire and we hear it, that message is meant for us. Or, you know, if there's something we interpret from the fire and it's a message, then that is the plant medicine trying to tell us something, trying to communicate something with us. So I became very aware of this, right? Like everything around me, I started looking into the fire and I remember just like seeing this like purple flame, like the fire started turning super purple. And I was like, okay, this is interesting because this is like my color, right? You guys know, like I love purple. It's my brand color. And I started to think like, what is this trying to tell me? And I was just tuning into it and really feeling like these messages coming through, almost like your grandfather is trying to tell you something like it's being, they're being really firm with you, but also giving you a lot of love. And the message that I started to feel was like, you are here to heal yourself, to heal your ancestral wounds and traumas and to really step into like this version of yourself, like your highest self, right? And your highest self is like somebody that you envision yourself to be, like who you are without all the bullshit, all the limiting beliefs, all the setbacks that are holding you back. And I really felt this from the fire. Like I'm here to do this work and then I'm here to spread that with others. And I really feel like that's what I'm doing within this podcast is like, you know, my aim is to inspire others, is to help others. And if there's somebody going through similar things, um, you know, whether it's like a self-love journey and wanting to connect deeper with yourself and wanting to heal any sort of traumas that you have around, you know, your past or the self-love that you currently aren't fully embodying, like that is why I'm really you know, creating these podcast episodes because I know especially so many women out there are going through similar journeys, similar experiences, and they really want to know how to connect with themselves better. So this is exactly why I am recording this episode. So when I went to go sit by the fire and I got these messages that like, you know, I'm here to heal myself and help others heal, it felt like this beautiful 
awakening, right? It was like, I already had this awakening of compassion and connecting with others and feeling love and like really realizing like, this is the way we're meant to be living. Like this is the way that life should be experienced with pure bliss and love, not like stress and anxiety and all of, you know, the bullshit that we have going on in the world today. It's like, come back to our roots, ground with ourselves, connect with the plants, connect with mother earth. This is like the way we are meant to experience our life, right? This is how these shamans, these indigenous tribes, native people have always lived their lives, right? Connecting with themselves and the plants. So that was already like one huge message. And then of course, like the healing that I was experiencing and feeling like I was really letting go of any negativities, of any sort of ancestral traumas that were kind of holding me back, even though maybe I wasn't familiar of them yet. And then as I was like by the fire connecting, there was a girl that came to sit next to me and her name is Alyssa. And I will actually be bringing her on as a guest speaker um, in the next episodes. And yeah, her and I just like connected right away. I felt her presence beside me and I felt like it was just so strong. I was like, this girl is like my soul sister. Like I already know, like I have this feeling and, you know, I just really wanted to, to talk to her. I really wanted to just be like, okay, like, you know, are we feeling the same experience? Like what is happening? Um, so I can't remember how we started talking, but all I know is like, I couldn't stop smiling. I couldn't stop hugging myself. Like I said, I was doing that earlier at the sleeping bag and I was like by the fire and I started doing it again. And, you know, once I connected with Alyssa, I remember, I think we both just kind of turned at each other and smiled and we're like, how beautiful is this? Right. And I remember she said to me, she was just like, do you see the shaman's faces? Like, are they all morphing to you? And I was like, oh my God, like they are totally morphing. So that's the other thing that started to happen is where it's like a little bit similar, like mushrooms, not as intense, but the shamans who were like three different generations, the grandfather, the father, and the two sons or two children, they were all like changing. So especially the young children who were about maybe 13, 14, they started to morph into like older and wiser men, almost like they were the fathers and grandfathers. And Alyssa and I were looking at each other and we we're just like, is this actually happening? Are you seeing the same thing? And she was like, yes. And our takeaway from that, like we started talking about it and we were just like, wow, like that just shows you like how wise they are, like how beautiful it is. Like we are all beings that are connected and they are literally just like two souls, right? They're not even, they're not their age. They're not young kids. Like we were seeing them as their souls, right? So they were morphing into these older, wiser men because we are all souls on this earth. We come as souls from the universe. We come into our vessels, our bodies, and we experience the human life. So seeing this in front of our eyes, you know, with the medicine working, it really allowed us to just feel like this is like, this is amazing, really. Like this is how we need to look at other people, not as like bodies, not as you know, whatever, like a person of a different color or race. It's like, we are all souls. We are all here from the divine. We are all connected on earth. And yeah, it really opened up our eyes. So I ended up really thinking about like, okay, 
remember the messages we are meant to receive. Like, why am I connecting with Alyssa? Like, what is it, what is here for me to learn from her or vice versa? So we started talking about our experience and, you know, how we were both like tying the knots on our ribbon for a really long time. And we both ended up, you know, connecting and saying that we are on this healing journey together to like heal any of our, like our wounds and shame around like sex and men. Like that was a big one for both of us. So that was really powerful to connect with her on that level. And I ended up expressing to her that I have this like innate knowing that I'm really here to do this healing work to really heal myself, work on myself so that I can help other women also connect to their divine feminine, their divine feminine and heal themselves too through inner work. And it's interesting because, you know, I teach this in my program. I'm really, really passionate about inner work. And I really want to inspire other women to be truly themselves, their authentic selves, and to heal and grow as well. Like whether that is to get into the yachting industry, because that is an industry that's going to be, you know, a difficult one to navigate. And it's going to require you to do some inner work on yourself and to be confident and strong and happy. And it always comes back to self-love, right? And it's really going into like the next program that I'm creating and in the process of launching soon. And I'm so freaking excited um, to really help women in this way because it's truly, like I said, my passion. So I felt like this was a sign like for me to have this conversation with her, to feel this love, to feel this compassion, to really connect with myself and with everyone around in the space. Um, I remember, you know, speaking to her and she was saying like, maybe this is a sign for you to start this. And I remember saying like, I really want to start a podcast. I have been dying to start this podcast. And when I was doing this ceremony and I was saying this, this was like March 6. That was the date. And I ended up releasing my podcast a month later. And I remember promising myself, like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to release this podcast. This has been my goal for literally over a year. And every single time I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to speak my truth and share my story. And in this ceremony, it really taught me that this is like, you're ready. Like, this is your time. Like, you need to just do it because other people are going to be inspired by you. They are going to want to hear what you have to say, even if it's just one or two people, right? Like at the end of the day, if I'm inspiring one person, then I'm happy because I'm I'm literally spreading that knowledge, that wisdom, that light with somebody and that's helping one person, then that's a beautiful thing, right? It's better than not helping any person. So I loved speaking to her about this. We ended up hugging and just connecting by the fire And it was just such a beautiful message. And the exact intentions I said ended up literally coming true. Like I said, I let go of all the guilt, shame, fears, limiting beliefs. And the grandfather in the fire was really communicating with me that I must speak my truth, right? That I really, really must speak my truth. And this is where those messages started to come all together, like healing myself, letting go of fears, speaking my truth. And, you know, the purple fire, speaking with Alyssa, hearing all of those things, all of those little pushes from the universe, that's what it was. They were like messages to tell me that this is what I had to step into. This is what, why I came here. My reason for coming here was to receive these messages and to know that this is the path that I have to walk on, that I'm going to be going on and that it's okay to, you know, 
step into this next level to, you know, start my podcast, to launch a new program, to, um, you know, do something that scares me. So leading into that fear, right? Just like how I leaned into the fear of taking the peyote and coming to the ceremony and having no idea what it was going to feel like, right? Like I, I had no clue. Of course, like I read up on it. I had a bit of an idea, but you don't really know until you experience it. So it was truly, truly a powerful and transformative experience. And I remember going back to my yoga mat after Alyssa and I had chatted and we're going to talk a little bit deeper as to, you know, what we talked about when she comes on as a guest speaker and her experience as well. But I ended up going back to my spot and, you know, just really meditating on everything, really integrating everything that I have been taught within the ceremony, all the messages that I received, all the downloads I got from the universe and really just feeling like in awe with everything. And yeah, I ended up, you know, just sitting there watching the sun come up because of course the ceremony went all night and it was already sunrise, like what felt like ages of, you know, us being there, like we were there for centuries. The sun also did end up coming up and it was like, okay, wow, like the ceremony is coming to an end. The shamans were closing with their music and yeah, I remember us like, you know, closing the circle, really just closing it down in this intentional and safe way, knowing that like we were all here together to connect, to share that compassion, to share that love. And yeah, it was about like probably 7 a.m. by this time. Um, I still felt like pretty, you know, in the medicine. Um, and, you know, we had to go home. Luckily, we got... Um, yeah, we ended up getting like a taxi back. And when I got home, I ended up eating some oatmeal because I was starving. And yeah, we had some like fruits as well before we left that they shared with us and connected with everyone and we said bye. So yeah, when I got home, I was just like, wow, like I am so ready for bed. Um, I ended up going into my bathroom to have a shower, like a hot shower, because of course, like I, f I had like dirt all over me. Like we were sitting in the camp, like around the fire, pretty much like camping. And I don't know, I just had dirt all over me because I kept like walking around, I guess the whole night and bringing back like dirt to my yoga mat. So like my shoes and my pants were completely covered with like dirt and mud. And yeah, I ended up having a shower, getting into bed, having some oats. Well, I had oats first, <laughs> if we're going to go in order. And then yeah, I ended up like still feeling really under the medicine and just kind of looking around my room and all the colors were still like popping out. I still felt like this beautiful sense of peace and love. And I remember having like the most beautiful sleep. Um, yeah, I slept probably for like, I don't know, five, four or five hours or something like that. And I ended up getting up and just feeling like obviously still really tired, but also like I'm ready to take on the day. I ended up going, having some food and biking down to the beach. I don't know where I got the energy, but I was literally biking to the beach. And I kid you not, I remember having like the biggest smile on my face. Like I was jamming out. I had like my AirPods in. I had my favorite music on. It was sunny. It was Sunday. I was like, I'm going to the beach. I'm going for a swim and I'm going to journal and integrate everything that I learned. So I ended up 
cycling down. I ended up getting to the beach and I remember just connecting with the ocean and just like, wow, like I still feel like I am on this peyote high. And to be honest, I probably was like, obviously not as intensely, but I remember like people around me as I was biking, as I was walking on the beach, like, you know, when you're just so happy and you're smiling and you're like in love with your life and people notice that's what was happening. Like I felt like I was radiating this like beam of light and people would be like smiling at me like this girl is like really having a good time. But you know, in like not a way that like I'm so high, but like I was just literally like so in my own self-love and my own bubble. And yeah, I ended up going for a swim, feeling like so connected, just knowing like I have to speak my truth. I have to keep following my heart. I have to you know, keep connecting with myself and with others around me and being open to receiving love and being connected to other people. So that was like a big takeaway for me. Um, And I ended up actually attracting, um, you know, a guy to me who literally came by me and he was like, wow, like you look like you're glowing. I just have to say that. And I was like, yeah, um, you know, this is what happened yesterday. And I ended up um, telling him that this is what I did. And in Tulum, everyone is pretty open-minded because most people, you know, he was my age, around my age. And I assumed like, he's probably someone that's done plant medicine. And as soon as I told him, he was like, oh yeah, like, you know, I've done different plant medicines too. We had a beautiful conversation. Um, And I ended up just having like such a beautiful evening that night. I ended up walking towards the beach club. And there was like this like random DJ there who was so amazing that played for Mabitha. And we ended up just dancing to her music. And I was just like so lost in the moment, Um, you know, dancing, really feeling the rhythm, the energy. And then I had some dinner and yeah, just really like enjoying my food, appreciating the moment, being super grateful and blessed for this reality that I created, for this life that I'm living in Tulum. And yeah, I ended up, you know, being exhausted by the end of it, coming home, having a beautiful sleep and continuing my integration for five nights after that, lighting my candle because the thing with lighting the candle is we had to light it every night and let it kind of go out by the fifth day And that was to just like, you know, keep the spirit of the ceremony with us and to continue to do our integration. And I really felt that my integration was to just be more compassionate with others, compassionate with myself, practice that self-love, speak my truth. And really, this is going to be like the theme of this podcast series is like self-love. So for all the women out there who are on this self-love healing journey, or even if you're a man and you're listening, then, you know, this can apply to you as well. So that's it for my peyote experience. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you were inspired by this and that this was interesting. Next week, we're going to bring on Alyssa and we're going to talk all about our experience together. um, And as well as the goddess retreat that we ended up going on, which was so beautiful and what we learned from that. So I'm really, really excited to bring you guys those episodes. And for now, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. 
Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.